0: All right. You can already see by the title. I just want to have a sweet reminder of (laughs) why I think it's important for, you know, the black community, the, and I'm speaking more specifically to the divine feminines, um, Uh, one of the things that I do take pride in is that we fight for our image. That is one thing I love. I love that we are consistently, you know, at the forefront in terms of, you know, rebranding ourselves and crawling out from under the blanket statements. Um, And so in many ways, we break glass ceilings because we're about the black girl magic and black excellence and um what it means to be a black queen and so for those of you who are new to the scene those of you who are young people um and also I I talked a little bit about how energetically it is so cool too because I love what I'm going through I feel my calling as a baby oracle and I'm observing things energetically and understanding human behavior. And uh, for those of you who know, I love to follow Bahati life, upload my content. uh, And um, I'm very adamant. I'm like, this is what I see happening. This is what... I see for Divine Feminines, Divine Masculines. I've been looking at the planetary placements. Um, Last year, I used to sit down and go over them with you. And now I kind of just view them for myself. Um, If if I see that there's, you know, more people who want to hear more of that content, then I'll kind of share what I'm seeing with you with planetary placements but could you not upload my stuff and I made some calls in there and I said listen the way that the planetary placements are set up and what I see energetically and because of human behavior and and even if you start to look at the similarities between chess and life the divine masculine is gonna be visible he's gonna show his hand to you and that's gonna be be able to better help you identify who your true divine masculine is i go into depth with that one i did get a little bit distracted but um here comes bahati life uploading the the upcoming planetary placements venus is going direct in the next couple of days um saturn going into capricorn and i forget forget there was one other thing excuse me she's my go-to in terms of planetary placements another one is astro kit but when I tell you I felt it and I could see it and my intuition told me and then she um she talks about a variety of other things it was like spot on. And so um I say all of that to say that I understand that we move in waves, right? There have people who have championed what it means to have, you know, um black girl magic, um black excellence. Um, what it means to be a queen and all of this type of thing. But for the twin flame journey, you know, there's a wave. These things happen in waves and each wave has its responsibility, right? And so I am calling you to the forefront. One of the things about, uh, as I'm learning, there are 35 strategies that I, I'm working my way through. I'm only on number one. <laughs> um, because I'm allowing myself to simulate what that means in different areas of my life. But the first one I actually learned was the Tennyson Camp Gambit, which was um how to capture the black queen. And it's predicated on the idea that blacks do not protect their queen. Um and so I stayed on that for about a week and then now I'm starting to look at the other strategies. There's this one guy like, um, he talks about 35 strategies for the newbie or the, the beginner. So on the first one, he talks about how for you to dominate and for you to set yourself up to win, right, you have to go out front and center. That means you have to be visible. That means that you have to be vocal and very clear about your stance, right? And I think that, whether we wanted to consciously or subconsciously, but also because I do understand how masculines do behave, um, they're not really going to exert energy until they need to, right? Right. But one of the things I've been noticing also is now you're going to start to distinguish between, you know, like maybe content creators, people in your community, people in your life, that they do things along the sidelines and they're poking and making shots and poking at everybody else who's in the center, in the middle of the board, making things happen and making power moves. And they're going to lose every single time. If they're on the corners of the board, trying to be invisible, trying to be hidden in the shadows, in the dark, you know, being, you know, (laughs) oh, let me not use that language, but yeah, just, just being on the outliers, they're going to lose. And so that's the distinction between, I think, divine masculines, divine feminines and the rest of the world. Right. Um, But one of the things that, that has been weighing on my heart is, you know, I've been, I've talked a little bit about pretty privilege and um, what the divine, what the feminine energy is like. Um, But one of the things I was trying to understand is how did we get to a place like I, I kind of don't, it's easier. I'm not saying it's right. It's easier for me to understand why a black man doesn't love black women. I have, I have siblings and one of my brothers, he does not like black women. Like, Him, along with everyone else that has been in my circle all the way from high school, I remember early ages, um, to even co-workers, you know, in the church from the pulpit um, will express that they don't like Black women. There's some kind of psychology, pathology that happens with that. But what I, I have a hard time understanding is it's so weird, right? I I don't, let me try to get the beauty of the message out. But it's just bizarre to me, because when when I, I'm catching myself as I'm starting to, to move over to the woman, but it's like, how can you hate a part of yourself? How can you hate the essence of who you are? So when I'm here trying to say, well, for the black women, like, how do you get to the part where you hate yourself so much that you project that onto other Black women, but it's no different than the Black man hating himself, you know. um But here's at the core of what I have, and you're going to see that beautiful message. I want to uh, make sure to absolutely give a shout out to the um person who made this print, the artist who made this print, uh, Lori Snow Hain. I'm going to also put her name in the description so that if you want to buy it she sells um art prints and it says the art prints are produced on acid free paper using archi- archival inks isn't isn't she darling she's absolutely just oh, the sweetest little baby and you know part of what I was thinking with both the, you know our babies our boys and our girls the system, somebody told them that the brown skin they're in is not beautiful. Somebody sold them the idea that those beautiful chocolate brown eyes are just destined to see some of the most horrible things, you know, and to see people treat them badly, Um Somebody told them that their hair wasn't beautiful. Um, one of my goals, and and, and not in any way, but, but I know that a lot of other Black women can identify with this. Um, But I have several doppelgangers. I know I'm making non-sequitur statements, but I'm finding a way to <laughs> wrap them all around. Follow me here. I have a doppelganger doppelganger meaning that somebody out there that looks like me. I've seen three of them this time. One of them is on YouTube. And she um I've been following her because her hair type is like mine and she looks kind of like me. And um but more so because her hair is more like mine. So um been watching her, subscribed and everything and sure enough she's like, you know, my mom told me I couldn't grow my hair, which is the same thing with me too. And so here I am, I'm in the process of growing out my hair yet again. Um, I've had my hair cut by hairdressers every time I get to a certain, because I've been used to having other people take care of it for me. Um, and then I would get to a regimen where I'm, I'm growing it, but Whatever hairdresser I had, we'd end up cutting it or it'd be for styling purposes and whatnot. So, because of the pandemic, I've been doing, mastering what it means to do my hair on my own and what works for it. And I see my hair growing and I see the results. And I can see that my hair, if I am consistent in three years, I'm going to be hitting waist length, right? Hitting waist length. I'm looking forward to even the end of this year. End of this year. It's going to be my crown of glory, right? But someone told us, you know, told us as children that, you know, our hair doesn't grow or it's difficult or it's. I always used to get, oh, girl, your hair is thick. Oh, girl. And then that's when they try to put in the relaxer and, and or keep it short or charge me extra when it got to a certain length and just going through all of the things that involve dealing with my crown, my crown of glory, right? And so as I'm saying this, I want you to keep in mind all the different areas that you can be vocal and fight for the image of what the Black woman is and what the Black queen is and the experiences around it. What messages are we sending to our babies, our beautiful babies that are coming up behind us, you know, in terms of her, our hair and the care that goes into it? One of the things that, that kind of um, broke my heart is just, it's strange. It feels a little surreal. But I remember this one um, black guy is a YouTube content curator. But and, and when I tell you that there's consistent patterns, you see the self-hate. Um, and then it starts to trickle over into other things that they say about black women. And then now it goes into the hair and now it's going into the children. But one of the things he said was, um, he said, I don't understand why black women have to take so long in their hair. All I do is just brush my hair back or put conditioner it and I'm done. And I'm like, well, for one, the odds are you're probably going to keep your hair short or to a certain length you know? And so that would be reasonable and expected of you. And so it was just this whole idea of, um, even with natural hair care. And I think this is what messes up some people too. There's the stigma that, and they won't tell you this, but you start to, I, I study behavioral patterns, right. And what it lines up with. And, um, They think that by saying that they love, quote unquote, love your natural hair is because they they know that wigs are expensive and they don't want to have to pay for the wigs, right? So they will say, I want a girl who's natural. But when I tell you, if I told you how many hundreds, hundreds of dollars I have spent in my hair in its natural form and even when I was doing natural hair care like if I did opt to wear a wig to take care of my hair un, um, natural underneath and all it still takes you know you're putting in quality ingredients into your hair if you're using organic products and the weekly plus the time plus it takes time you know um, uh, one of the things I want to explore is like a perm rod set um i had bought and i had done them a while back but in between all the moves and so much stuff going on in my life um there's that stuff but it takes time to do the cornrows and the braids and i'm not even going to explain complain. please do not you know i want to be cautious with that it's a part of the royalty treatment right your crown your halo when you let that hair out you know one of some of my happiest moments are letting my hair out, and it's just this huge curly fro that's like coming for you, you know, and then it shrinks and it does its thing, and then I have to get in there and, and do whatever I need to with it. But I want to remind us that if we're coming from this royal heritage, where you know, you, I, one of my favorites is like Esther and Judith. But spending that year and that time to do the hair and the intricate designs and the pressing of the hair and the nutrients that go into the hair, that's part of the luxury. That's part of what makes it so beautiful. There are people that Will perm their hair to look like ours, right? And even braid it, like get the braids and extensions and cornrows and all of it to make our hair, their hair look like ours. You look at the intricate designs um, going back to Africa and how we've been able to, um, t- and, you know, Brazil is another favorite one of my cultures, how they do their hair and that type of thing. And we're so creative with it. And it really does speak to a crown that is so beautiful there was a moment in time where the women the white women were so jealous of the black women's hair that they made them wear um wrappings around their hair like let's just be serious about it right and that's one of the things i love about youtube i do binge watch As much as I watch Black Women in Luxury, which is another, which is another area that we're we're fighting about who we are and how we're represented. Right? <clears throat> I binge watch Black Women in Luxury, but I also binge watch women that have hair like mine, and and when they're done with it, it's just so beautiful, and. All of the, the magic behind it is just so amazing, but it takes care. And so when I was listening to that Black guy, it's like, I hope he doesn't have a daughter because, you know, that's the type that the mom is either going to have to be involved with her hair care or... um making sure that she's going to the hairdresser and so the hairdresser is one of those things where it's expensive and why can't you just wash your hair yourself and why can't you just you know be in and out and ready for a date no it's part of the things it's it's one of those little things that pushes you a little bit more to do well and work if if I sound superficial or vain to to be able to take care of your hair and to go to the hairdresser and go to the natural hairdresser that understands and can style your hair and putting the products like, and it's expensive, right? But with it being expensive, it does not detract from just how beautiful all of the the curls that are here in every shape, you know, all the way up until the four C's, the coily types, right? But I want to just remind you again, like, What are the messages that we're telling our baby girls and our baby boys about what beautiful hair is, right? There's a term, Becky with the good hair. the, the, the different shades of the skin that, we in, that we're in we in, our plump skin, um, our behaviors, our mannerisms. Somebody told, you know, when I talk about the pretty privilege, somebody told these ladies that come across in masculine form, not just in masculine energy, but that are also just as um, toxic, if not more so than the, the Black men or somebody who's not Black, um, that that the mannerisms are ratchet and low vibrational and um, not as intelligent, right? And so... Part of us being vocal, I'm talking about how we're on the chessboard and you're being called to be out and visible. You have a responsibility as a divine. You're not going to be able to play this card of, oh, I'm a divine feminine, I'm a divine masculine, and hide on the sidelines and stay on your same square. No, 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 no. You're going to have to be out and visible. But the reason is because we're sending a message to the ones who are coming behind us what it looks like and that's why it's so important to have the images of what um not being ratchet is in fact you know what let me look at this um hold on let me let me see if i still have the article no uh i think i might have closed it there was an article about and this was i think a couple years ago i think it was in 2017 i still i think i still remember her name emery Emru, Ph.D. 14. I think she was 14. Graduates. Let me see if I can find her name. Oh, yeah. Her name was Thessalonica. Y'all, this is really important to me. So, so just... I love how my memory works also. Desana, Desana Let me take this off. Because I had it open. Leica Emru, I remember her name. Let me see. Nika, I don't know how to spell this on a like, uh And that's gonna kill me because I had a hard time looking up her spelling up her name. This uh there it is, Azru Embry. Okay. So um here it says this was in 2017. North Chicago teen earns PhD this fall, and um it says uh let me click on the article. Oh, she's beautiful. It says, 17-year-old scholar, that's a, that's like, I know I don't want this article, is uh, Arzu Embry on track to earn PhD. And so it says here that she was homeschooled, started college at 11 years old, still mile years ahead of her peers academically. At 17, she's now on track to earn her PhD. And it talked about in another article where she was like, um it says here she plans to write her dissertation on dreams and hopes that her aviation psychology yo that's crazy aviation psychology degree will give her knowledge she need um knowledge needed to prevent quote-unquote human factor errors that can cause plane crashes these are the stories that we need to have out in in the forefront there's nothing ratchet about this um you know uh Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this open. I'm gonna put the link in the description because I want you to go and and see what she looks like too and share these stories. But you know, I, it's gonna be important for us moving forward to share these types of images. Continue to fight and be vocal and pay attention to how you're presenting. There's a responsibility that comes with um being a divine feminine, I think, in the Black community. And I'm going to end with my favorite. So the Black Women in Luxury is another one that I absolutely love, um, you know, in terms of things to aspire to. There's going to be things that we're going to address because I know that it can, um, the, the shadow side of it, right, if we're talking about Black and white issues surrounding it, the shadow side is it can lead to materialism. Sometimes you can want to try to keep up with the Benjamins when you kind of, kind of stay in your lane. Me, myself being one of them, like, um, it took me years to get to this point. Um, but at the same time, it's there for a reason. And I look forward to y'all will be seeing my TikToks of me and my, my Bentley with the Rolex living it and turn it up. Right. Um in due time, but it took me years to get there. And so part of that is honoring the process, honor honoring that it's going to take intellect and strategy and um, working in, in community with like-minded people. But part of that too is as you're navigating that, you're paying attention to how you're presenting and you're managing it because we have little ones coming behind us, right? And they need to see, you know, what it means for us to excel and to dominate and to be in different careers and in different backgrounds and being mothers and being wives and in the workforce and um, as CEOs and entrepreneurs and managers and supervisors in different areas of, of life in positive ways, right? In positive ways, because the more that we have those images, it's going to be one less, you know, Ah, uh, it's going to be one less person out there that's, you know, for both our... It's going to affect... It's the trickle-down effect, right? I think that the men help talk to their sons and they share with them, you know, how to honor and respect the Black woman, and i leave that up to them. But in terms of the women and what we do on the our front and for our community um the things that we do if we help just one more little girl not join in um and yeah I was talking about with the boys too it's gonna have a trickle down effect because you know the boys will be able to see you know what that looks like and um in their mothers, in their aunties, in their grandmas, in every, you know, their in, a, in every facet that is around them, right? So that's why I think it's important. I had a little bit of time. I might have rambled a little bit, might have been all over the place, but um, I just want to remind us at the end of the day, this is why we fight for our image. Let's continue to fight to represent for how we're represented, right? And, um... I am actually (laughs) working on a, um, I'm going to be working on, I am affirmations for the black woman. Um, I, I, that one's going to take me a little bit of a while. I have 53 statements, but I think I can easily get over a hundred, maybe closer to 150 because they've been coming to me, but I didn't have my phone on me. Um a hundred, I'm gonna try to go for 150 affirmations for the black woman. Um, and just you know, every time I hear something negative, I'm just gonna alchemize it. That's my way of fighting back. If you say that they're masculine, I'm gonna say they're feminine. If you say they're ratchet, I'm gonna say they're intelligent. If you say that they're ugly, I'm gonna say they're beautiful. I'm gonna say they're elegant. I'm gonna say that they are divine, right? I'm going to speak to the essence, to the prosperity that flows from them, talking about their hair being a royal crown, an angelic halo, right? Um, I'm going to be in here. I I talk about how, you know, you're going to attract beautiful things and be divinely protected and divinely led um, in the absence of what we have right now in terms of. You know, sometimes we worry about divine ma- or about we worry about masculine protection and and leadership, but know that you're divinely led, right? Um, talk. I'm going to be talking about the natural beauty, your right, your divine right to prosper. Um, talking about how your skin has been kissed by the sun, the crown of your curly coils, um, about you being the black queen on the chessboard of life. Okay. So I'm gonna continue work. Maybe that's what I need to work on while everybody's at work. <laughs> while everybody's at work, I, I do have a, a meeting actually coming up, but I'm gonna work on this and then um you'll want maybe you'll be good for Valentine's. I'm gonna be talking about um I am maybe affirmations for I am a beautiful black woman or I am a beautiful black queen. I am a beautiful Black princess, right? And so I just, again, I want to just remind us, this is why we fight. This is why we advocate. This is one of the things that makes me proud about the Black women in our community, that we are vocal and very intentional about how we are portrayed and projected and um, putting the imagery out there to make sure that they're healthy and high vibrational. So I'm just going to close out with this one song And it's dedicated to all of the little babies Coming up It's going to play for the rest of the Until it ends at 30 minutes <clears throat> Oh pretty baby mm-hmm. Oh pretty baby And let me love you Is this quite alright, I love you baby I love you baby Just in me when I say it's okay Oh pretty baby Oh, pretty baby, and let me love you.